0: Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and we have a great episode for you this week. We were joined by my mom, Debbie Wilson, to check in on how her homeschooling year has gone so far. We talked about what has worked, what hasn't, and when it's okay to change curriculum. She also gave us her favorite part of the school year and then how to deal with winter doldrums. It's always an encouraging episode when she's on, and we hope you enjoy it. Before we begin, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for helping make The Smiling Homeschooler possible. They're an amazing math curriculum and we've used them for years and we believe their curriculum is one of the best. Go support them and check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, thank you to Homeschooling Today magazine for supporting what we do. They're another fantastic source of homeschooling encouragement. So if you haven't already, please go subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson.
1: Well, it's a, uh, co- uh, not not cold, it's a warming, foggy, slushy day here in northern Indiana. We've gotten through the cold weather, already, I think we're warming up a little bit. We know winter's not over, but it does feel kind of nice to be past the really, really cold weather. Um, but we do have a special guest, we have my wife, and I, I was, we, we've had Debbie on the show lots of other times, but I was just thinking, maybe before we start, Debbie, maybe you could just... You know tell us you know tell us how long you've been homeschooling um maybe the ages of the ones we have remaining and uh you know how we started just briefly not like the old backstory but just a little bit just in case they don't know who you are uh so they can learn a little bit about you
2: i'll let you tell the how we started but um i think we've been homeschooling approximately 26 years maybe 25 26 years I think we started when you were about five ish but not too officially till you were six Ben, so that mm-hmm. would have been like 98 99 um what was the second thing? <laughs> uh
1: how many oh, kids the ages of our remaining. Okay.
2: okay, so we still have a 15 year old and well, no, he just turned 16, and a 17 year old who's going to turn 18 in April, but he's a junior, and um, the younger one is a sophomore. Two boys. Still, yeah. we're
1: thinking about this morning. So we have two and a half years left. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Terrifying, I and mean, that's shocking. I mean, to it think how quickly it went because I know when you're in the midst of it, you think this is going to last forever. And I know there's still days, probably it does feel like it's been forever, but you think, wow, we're running down. It's just shocking, shocking to me. Um, Well, uh, I don't want to just spend a lot of time chit chatting. Um, I know Ben like asks his mother to be on the show every week. And so there's always reasons in basketball games. And the only reason she's really able to do it at night because the basketball game was canceled um, and it made it a lot easier. Um, but I'm going to let kind of Ben take the lead on this uh, because he uh, has some questions he'd like to ask his mom. So, Ben, how about you can take it away? Yeah, well,
0: I mean, I always think it's fun. Uh, you know, we're we're after the holidays. That was almost a month ago now, month into the new year. Uh, you know, I don't know if you started right afterwards, maybe a week or two after. But, uh, you know, most people are back to school at this point. And I always think of it as the longest stretch of the year in terms of just there's not really anything fun happening. There's no new holidays uh, or not not new holidays. There's no holidays. There's not like a lot of built in breaks or anything until I guess maybe spring break for some people. But um So I don't know. It's just the doldrums. But so I thought it's fun just to check in how the first half of your year went, uh, you know, how you're feeling overall. Did did you have you started back up? And maybe we'll kind of go from there. So how did the first half of the year go overall? Was it positive, negative? (laughs) How are you feeling?
2: Yeah, I feel like it's been positive. Um, When I glanced at your questions and saw you were going to ask that, I was thinking, you know, it has seemed really good. And I'm like, is that because um, my expectations are so much less than they used to be? But I don't think it is. I think it's because my criteria has changed of Mm. what determines how it's going. So for me, it's not measured by getting through a curriculum or, um, you know, just seeing incredible even incredible learning or something like I think they are learning. But really one of my biggest gauges is um, when I have a teenage boy saying this is my favorite part of school or this is the best thing we're doing in school or are you going to skip that? That's I mean, that's my favorite part of school or that's where I'm learning the most or those kinds of things to me are really good gauges of how it's going. It means I'm using stuff that's engaging them. And um, I look forward to doing school with them. I mean, other than the time it takes away from all the other things I need to do, I really, I really cherish this time with them because we only have two and a half years left. All my other kids were completely independent by their ages, but I'm purposely still doing school with them because I just love the time with them. And if we didn't do it, I would feel like I never see them or talk to them almost Mm -hmm. because everyone's just so busy running every which way so i think it's been a good year because i'm really enjoying the things we're doing together and i think they are too for the most part
0: do you feel like that's been a major shift i mean maybe that is the most major shift from early days to now how you approach you know uh, homeschooling other than just you know maybe not as much pressure or anything is that something you you've tried to do differently because of that uh is there anything else that jumps to mind that these last couple years that you're doing much differently than the earlier ones Mm Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I just feel like, um, the relationship aspect of it is the most important, um, training, talking to them and training them in things that really carry you far in life and really matter. Like whether that's Bible or, you know, reading stuff together that really impacts us, or, you know, I just don't care that much about how high up they go in certain subjects because to me, that's just not the most important thing, and so I think if anything that I do a lot differently, maybe is letting go of worrying about, you know, curriculum so much. I mean, I like I haven't used a science curriculum in the last year or two, couple of years at least, and for history this year, I'm not using a curriculum. Um, I started off using one, and and it just wasn't working, so I switched to just something else, and um, not even a curriculum. Just something we're doing and it's been awesome and so i just don't worry about that part of it like as long as we're still learning and you know what do you think
1: you've come to that conclusion though do you think it's because you've wrestled with this and you've just finally landed on this because you've studied or is it because you're seeing you've seen the results in our older children i mean because i i don't feel like you have that same wrestle that you might have, even say ten years ago, because I can remember, you know, you know, we're in the thick of homeschooling, we're homeschool leaders and doing all this, and you're like, maybe we're wrong, <laughs> we should put them in school, you know, you know. And I know you didn't really mean that, yeah. But do you? But you don't seem that way at all anymore.
2: I think I think it is because of our six incredible. Older children. I mean, they've all done things differently. They all have different bents and gifts. And they are all walking with the Lord. They all have um, you know, worthwhile and careers that fit them and things that they're they're just also capable. They're also I mean, every everyone they work for, they the the boss and the people in charge just rave about them. I mean, even our current well, most 17-year-old. of them are self-employed,
0: so I mean, you know. I'm just well, kidding. that's true. But, I'm just
2: <laughs> but even our 17-year-old who had his first real real t- retail job this year, I mean, they just they just stand out above the rest because they're wise, they're responsible, they're smart, but not necessarily only because we've done a ton of academic subjects their whole life. You know, they're just... They're just amazing kids. And so since I've seen the first six turn out okay, even though we never did physics or calculus or a bunch of other things that I think are maybe unnecessary at times, they all love the Lord and love us and are amazing. They have amazing families that they're starting now. So it does take a lot of the worry um, away and the pressure I think when you have a few under your belt,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't mean that in a.
0: It is hard. I don't mean yeah.
2: that to sound arrogant. It's just you see what really matters and what doesn't.
0: Well, that's like you know, if you were, if we use the workout analogy, you know, people who have worked out and gotten really fit and strong, and you know, like bodybuilders and all, like they just don't. It's just not a big deal to them because they understand how you do it, you know. But it's like unfortunately with homeschooling, it can take. 18 years, you know, to actually have some of those graduations, uh, I guess, you know, if mm-hmm. you, you don't start at one, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, unfortunately yeah. some of that takes some time, but it, it does. But you I do don't get think you even have to
2: wait till graduation. I think, I think you start to see the fruits of the labors way yeah. before graduation. Yeah, for sure. You see it in just their peer groups or you see it when they do get their first job or, you know, how they handle, Peer pressure. I mean, you see it in a lot of areas, and that inspires and encourages you to keep on keeping on because you're seeing, you know, hopefully, um, a difference between them and, you know, the rest. But yeah, I think even more once once you graduate them and you think, okay, they're they're functional members of society. No, not really, but.
0: Uh, well borderline. Uh so I mean this is kind of more from a not super deep side of things but has there been any highlight of this year anything you've done you know uh whether it is curriculum or a book or anything that you know just been something that stands out for yeah. your first half.
2: Sorry, I'm trying to adjust my light here. Um, yeah, I've I am um, all the other years I've gotten our literature readings just from lists I've had or different curriculums I had from book lists in the past, but this year I'm really trying to gear it towards their interests. Um, so like my one son thinks he wants to be going to sales or business of some sort. And so we've been reading how to win friends and influence people. And I mean, that's honestly probably his favorite part of the school day. Um, he takes notes on his phone because he wants to, he just, He's just so motivated in that area. And I just figured we'd stagger books. We'd read one that it really appeals to him. And then we'd switch and read one that more appeals to my, my younger son who is pretty much sports minded in every way. And so, you know, we haven't read it yet, but I have the book shoe dog to read, which is the Nike story. And I'm hoping it's appropriate. I haven't even had a chance to look through it yet, or I have a Tim Tebow book. um, I wanted to read with them and, you know, I'm just trying to really gear it towards towards their bents and their interests and that's been fun and then um yeah for history what i had bought to use just oh my goodness i could barely sit through it let alone making them and so um someone had mentioned to me the um well no my older my older of the two said i want to learn about some of the successful business people of our you know um country like rockefeller and carnegie and And so um, I asked somebody if they knew of any good documentaries, and they mentioned the men that build America. And so we watched all of those on all those guys. Um, And then we've moved on to the food that built America. And this is what we're doing for history. And I mean, it is so good and so fun. And the reason it's so good is because while you're learning about whatever food item it is, Um, you learn so much history. I mean, I feel like, I mean, one of them even said, I've learned more just by watching (laughs) these than I have the entire rest of our homeschool career. And um, so I just, I love that. That's been really fun this year. That's
1: awesome. that's always fun to hear. Well, what would you say though, Debbie, to the person who says to you, uh, because maybe they wouldn't say it to you, but you can hear, you've heard these conversations before. Yeah, but you know, is, is that really history or does that really count? Because I know a lot of moms think if it doesn't have quizzes, if it doesn't have workbook pages, if it doesn't have page numbers or isn't a curriculum, then I, can I really count that?
2: Yes. I mean, that is honestly, so much of that is just busy work. That's just regurgitation. That doesn't mean you have true understanding and it doesn't even really mean you'll retain any of it. I mean, this part, I mean, you are hearing it, you're seeing it. I mean, you are feeling it. Like it is just, They have learned so much about U.S. history because they're talking about the Depression and the Industrial Revolution and all these aspects of especially American history that, I mean, it just brings it to life more than anything we've ever done, honestly. It's Ah. really, really good. Mm -hmm. And so, no, I don't care about any of that. Um, I mean... I went through school doing all that, memorizing, filling it out for this test, and I didn't know any history when I became a homeschool mom. I couldn't have told you anything. And so I feel like if they're understanding and learning about, you know, our history, whatever means, then that's great. Like, it's totally, yeah, totally good.
0: It is weird how, like... It doesn't have
2: to be a textbook or yeah. quizzes and tests.
0: Because, I mean, it's just the past and you're just learning about things that have happened past yesterday, yeah. you know, and right. but it is weird how yeah. certain elements are considered this is history. But then the rest right. of it is just kind of like, eh, it's just whatever. And it doesn't really matter. Right. But it's all history. I mean, it's just whether you yeah. what you choose to focus on. Um but real quick here, we should just say thank you to teaching textbooks. Um, I mean, I used it. I didn't mind versions that I got to use were not as good as the current versions, which are incredible. Uh, you can do it from a computer, so it's or really a tablet or any device that has an internet browser. It's uh, super interactive. You you have to. I mean, really, you have to learn to progress, which is what I liked about it. You can't just glaze over and, you know, check in at the end. You actually have to interact with it during the class. Uh, you know, you have to fill you fill out your answers in the, the program. It's just super, super nice. Uh, it keeps track of all of, you know, how well they did and all that kind of stuff if you care about that. Um, but you should definitely check it out. They have a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. They also have great customer service, so if you ever have any questions or have any issues, you can reach out to them, and they have awesome support. So we really appreciate their support and encourage you to check them out. Can I mention thing about them? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So um, it's taken me all these years to uh, um, figure this out, but I think their newer next version is going to address this, but I get really frustrated when I'm helping one of my boys, like let's say with algebra or even some pre-algebra, um, when like, if I didn't watch the lesson with him and he gets stuck on a problem, I can't always remember exactly off the top of my head, the very best way to approach you know, a, the answer and or finding the answer. And so one thing I've done this year for anybody out there that might be struggling with teaching textbooks in any way, um, and because of that same issue is there's several times where i will just if he's stumped and i'm stumped i'll just say i'll just look up the answer because i have the answer book and i'll have him put in the right answer and then you can view the solution and i never ever let him have the answer if he if we don't doesn't watch the solution and i oftentimes watch it with him and then we talk through it to make sure because a lot of times it's just we can't remember how to start that particular problem. But once we get it started and set up right, then we know what to do. So it's just a workaround because and I know that sounds like you're cheating the system, but again, I don't I'm not just doing it because of the grade book that's automatically figuring it out, but it's because it's frustrating to the kid if he feels like he keeps missing several in a row. And that way then I can see where he's, you know, struggling a little, and we can just watch it together and work through it together. So I know that sounds really simple, but I just never thought to do that all the other years I've used it. So
1: nice, good endorsement. Oh, just even talking about math kind of makes my head spin just right, just for that brief second there. Um, uh, but we also want to thank uh, Homeschooling Today Magazine for being a supporter of the smiling homeschooler, and they're I know they're getting ready to. Um, uh, their print edition, the, the winter edition is about to come out. So if you want to make sure you get that, because I know there are a lot of great articles, including mine this uh, this time around, uh, plus all the, the other resources with the digital version. They've got their podcast. They have so much there to encourage you. And again, I know that this time of year you're starting to feel that maybe some of that discouragement or floundering or you've forgotten where you are in your homeschooling journey uh homeschooling today will encourage you to homeschool boldly to homeschool the way you believe you should um and just like my wife said you know it's not about the grades it's about understanding and that changes everything so we want to thank them
0: all right so has there been anything and you don't have to necessarily call out specific uh names or anything like that because i know we try not to do that but anything you're changing up going to the second half or have you kind of pretty much stick with everything you've you've done you know in the first chunk of the year
2: Yeah, Um, I think I'm sticking pretty much with everything except we aborted, I had gotten a personal finance course, not Dave Ramsey, just FYI, a different one, and thought that was going to work out this year, and it really hasn't, Um, so we we nixed that for right now. Um, I think that's the only thing that really didn't work out. Yeah, so... well.
0: What I mean, do you just in general, what's your philosophy? I mean, have you made major shifts in the past, you know, this far into a year before? Uh, what would you say to a mom, you know, that's maybe thinking about it? Or have you tried? Is there a point where you just kind of try to stick it out? Or do you make that call whenever you feel like you need to? What's kind of your approach to that in general?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much usually the type that does not stick it out if it's just torturous. Um Like. I tried to use a different writing program with the boys because that's an area they're weak in, And that was a very high goal of mine, a little bit of a goal last year and I didn't stick with it cause I didn't really care for what we were using. And instead of switching, I just kind of ignored that subject, you know? So this year I'm like, I can't ignore that. So I went back to something I was tried and true and trusted and um, yeah, we're just plugging away at it. But, Sometimes I feel like if I don't make a switch, then I either avoid it and or I just kind of um, trudge through it and I'm not enjoying it and neither are they because they can pick up on my attitude towards it. So I'm all for switching if you can. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, we've all lost money on curriculum we bought, but that's just the way it goes. And yeah, yeah I, would, I would switch if you can. You
1: and know. you're really even a bigger switch of that. I mean... Maybe we've told the story before, but there was a time where um with one of our children uh, that you said, I just can't teach this kid anymore. And we're going to take a little break from 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 school uh, just to work on the relationship. Right.
2: I mean, I don't remember ever doing that full time, but not, I mean, not
1: for a le- length of time. Well, but... I think
2: if I was teaching them to read and I was just getting super frustrated with them, I would just stop you know, trying for a while, and then we'd come back and revisit it weeks later, maybe. I think that might be what you're referring to. Um, Or, I mean, honestly, sometimes after eight of them, it's a little bit of a blur (laughs) in there. But I think one of them, I might've had that same issue with math. And so we probably took a break for a while just so we could revisit it when we were both, you know, fresher and better. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, all I was saying is that my wife doesn't cling to anything really you really have been great about just saying this isn't going to matter you know the relationship is more important you know so we're going to do this instead yeah although i mean mean,
2: yeah i mean but there's a difference you got to decide when to do that and when not because like for instance writing you know they're gonna buck me and they're gonna fight against it because they they don't want to do it but it's not because necessarily the program's faulty it's because they just don't want to do the work of it, you know? And so then that case, I'm going to say, Nope, we're going to keep working on it. Sorry. I know it's hard and I know you don't want to, so that, that would be the only
0: differentiation. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, so, I mean, I kind of briefly alluded to it earlier, but this time of year, especially here, it's actually finally warming up a little bit. It's been so cold for a couple of weeks uh, now. Uh, but it's just, it's eternally gray, uh, is, you know, can be colder and some areas of the country, it actually might be nicer where you get your chance to go outside. But how do you handle just in general, a period of time where you just feel low motivation or, uh, you know, pretty discouraged, uh, or just depressed, <laughs> you know, how would you say, uh, your advice to a homeschooling mom who might be going through that right now, uh, or in the next couple of months, what would you say to that mom?
2: Yeah, um, I, I don't feel that too much, even though I know it's winter um, doldrums. Um, we took a probably a good three weeks off at Christmas. So I, I didn't really feel like a oh, drudgery to start again. Cause mm-hmm. again, I, I kind of look forward to that time with them. But I would just say maybe just for the mom who's feeling that way, give yourself grace. Your kids are gonna be okay. If you need to lessen up and modify, it's okay. If you need to switch to something video based for a while in a subject or two to get through the winter, do it. You know, like I would just interject in like days that are different. Like today we're gonna, we're not gonna do school. We're gonna clean out closets or, you know, or today we're gonna watch a movie together and just every once in a while interject a special day that's just different you know whether it's play out in the snow or i don't know bake cookies just something to break it up because that does feel like a long mm-hmm. stretch from now till spring and that's for the people like in the winter months you know um um i'm sure tra- oh and i mean i know this sounds silly but for years i did not realize that i needed to take some supplements and so like um i have a, a doctor that i interact with every now and then. And she was just telling me, I take vitamin D and K3 daily. And she was saying I should up it to three a day right now, which would be 3000. And I was only taking 1000. And I was like, Oh, really? And she's like, Yes. And so you can't believe how much just something like that can really help your outlook. And your um, you just don't realize how little vitamin D you get during the winter months. Mm -hmm. And that really affects us as as women. So I always encourage women, especially if you are really, really, really struggling to get your hormone levels checked out because that can make a huge difference in how you're coping and dealing with life.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, one other thing I was thinking, we'll have to save this part for future, but uh, because I think it'd be fun to have you and Rasan maybe, uh, is just kind of homeschooling through a big life thing like pregnancy, which we've never talked before really on the podcast for, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure lots of moms out there are going through that. So that's maybe just a tease for a future episode. Um, Or a newborn. (laughs) Yeah, or a newborn. Yeah, for sure. Because I think that's a huge part of (laughs) (laughs) of homeschooling. But uh, dad, unless you have something else, maybe that's a good place to, to call it a night.
1: Well, that sounds like a great place to call tonight. And again, I'm always encouraged just to hear my my wife uh, say the things that I know she believes, um, that we've believed, and again, that it goes so quickly. And you think you're going to be doing this forever, but it is such a brief period of time. And it like, pays huge, 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 huge dividends. So moms, uh, you may feel blah, you may feel you know discouraged. Um, You know, kind of keep your eye on the goal, on the future. Um, Just continue to plug away. Take breaks when you need to take breaks. And, of course, don't forget to smile.
0: Thanks for listening each and every week. We couldn't do this without you. If you need more encouragement, make sure to head on over to our website, thesmilinghomeschooler.com, and sign up for our free weekly email. As always, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for helping make the Smiling Homeschooler possible. Go support them over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, don't forget to smile.